Get ready for another edition of Mindful Strength by Rochelle L. Cook, live from the living room in Silicon Beach, California. This is a podcast created to help people overcome trauma, grief, and stress in uncertain times with Mindful Strength. And now, please welcome your host, Rochelle L. Cook, author, coach, and clinical hypnotherapist. So what we're going to talk about in this podcast is the storybook syndrome and inner strength. Now, the way to find your strength is to understand that whatever it is that is upsetting your peace is coming from what you learned in childhood, which is the storybook syndrome. We adults become what we learned as children. Now, I have never not seen it in all the years I've been practicing, when somebody comes to me and they are upset about something, it's always because of what they learned. We adults become what we learned as children. Whatever it is that is upsetting you, it comes from somewhere. It just doesn't come out of the big blue sky. And we all have the choice to decide how we want to think about what's going on in our lives. And the storybook syndrome is, I'll give you some examples, what you learned from your parents. Were they, you know, did they say things like, uh, uh, very few people make a lot of money. We're not the kind of people that make money. Or you need to clean your plate because if you don't, uh, you're disrespecting the people out there that don't even get to eat. Or you should worry because something bad's going to happen. So you end up walking around on eggshells. I'll give you a few more examples. Uh, you see your parents fight all the time. Well, you learn that relationships are bad. If you were abused, you start to learn that that's the way life is and that most of the time people learn they're not worthy and deserving because they weren't treated well. There are so many different things we can learn from our parents, and there's also a lot of very good things. But there are things, and it depends on the person, that can be learned that are not healthy. The media, religion, our cultural, you know, the, the, the culture that we live in, we have cultural differences. The culture that we live in teaches us uh, what rules we're supposed to follow. Uh, the janitor at the school we go to. I remember a case where this this person had a very difficult life. But this one janitor really took her in. And it was unbelievable because he helped this client of mine find her way in life. So she had the, the positivity of the janitor, thank God, but then she still needed to work with what she needed to, you know, she had to overcome some things because of what she experienced in childhood in her family. Uh, what about the friends at school? Were you bullied? What did that teach you, that you're not good enough? Or uh, your teacher, you didn't get the right grade? So you were ripped apart? Sometimes parents can do that, a teacher can do that. Uh, knowing that you want to get into this specific school and if your grades aren't good enough, you can't get in. I mean, all of these things form our beliefs. 
the good news is, is whatever you learn, you can unlearn. So all these things that you know are not healthy, that have lodged themselves in your subconscious mind, which, you know, which rules how we think, it rules how everybody thinks, it is okay to understand that, yes, that's ruling your life, but you can change it. And there are ways to change the way you think through, I believe, in clinical hypnotherapy, talk therapy, spirituality, writing is a good one, burning is a good one. That's a whole different conversation. But there are many things that you can do to no longer... Uh, there are many things that you can do so that you no longer have to continue being upset. Now... The way to really understand what your storybook syndrome is, is to maybe allow the voice of upset to speak. So let's say that you are anxious. You're always anxious. And you don't even really know why. I mean, maybe something happened. Uh, I hear this a lot. Something happened and created someone to be anxious. But then when I go back in time, I realize that this client has always been anxious. Always. So I had to go back and then, uh, you know, sometimes a client doesn't even know, you know, when I ask them what happened in childhood, they don't know. They maybe tell me one story, but the minute they start speaking, then another story comes and another story comes and another story comes. And it's really amazing because it's like a deer in headlights. You realize, oh my goodness, no wonder I'm anxious. No wonder I'm upset. And that alone helps you to understand that what you learned when you were a child is now playing out into your life. So if, uh, if uh, you were bullied in school, right, as a child, and now you're an adult and you're afraid to be around a lot of people or you're afraid somebody at work may not like you, uh, you're afraid to speak in public, let's say, it's because you were bullied. Your subconscious learned that you're not good enough. But you see, that was then. That was in the past. That has nothing to do with the now. And the people that bullied you in the past or said you should be anxious or worried sick about you for no reason because they had their own issues around worrying or were telling you you're never going to have money because they felt they were never going to have money, that was their storybook syndrome. And they learn to think the way they think from somebody else. So right here and now, you get to be you. And I say to people, be careful, because whose storybook syndrome are you going to believe? Well, what is your new story? What do you want to believe? And it's sometimes difficult because you, you don't even know, because you only know what you were taught. How are you supposed to know that that scarf you're looking at is red? Let's say it's really green, but you were taught it was red. To you, it's red. To everybody else, it's green, but you were taught it was red. So you're going to believe it's red. But what you're going to do is you're going to start looking around the room and saying there are 10 million trillion other people that know that scarf is green. So obviously my thinking in this particular case is distorted. So what I'm going to do is every time I see this green scarf, I'm going to say, you know what? It's green. It's not red. I was taught it was red, 
that with somebody else's storybook syndrome, we adults become what we learned as children. But the truth is, it's green. And I'm going to let my logical, rational self know and believe that the scarf is green. It's the same thing when people are back to my example of being bullied. Back then, people may have been bullying you. But now, people are not. Your outer reality is reflection of your inner reality. So if you don't feel you're good enough and you think people are going to bully you, then guess what? That's what's going to happen. And even if it isn't happening, you're going to think it is happening. That is your perception. Because that's how you learned life is. But right here and now, if you, I call it a proof board, write down your accomplishments. I bet you there are a lot of people that actually talk to you and like you. I'll add to this. I bet that there are people around you that do make money. I bet there are people around you that do have good relationships or that do not allow somebody to treat them poorly. You start looking around you and see the reality of the situation and then you think to yourself, am I thinking, is my thinking distorted or is it really real right here and now what is happening? And I can pretty much guarantee you that your thinking is distorted. And there is your first opportunity to say, okay, well, who am I? I'm going to be like one of those people. The scarf is green. It isn't red. People actually look at me and they want to talk to me. If they turn away or don't want to talk to me, it's because of the way I think about myself. And I'm projecting that onto them. And I'm creating this issue. The truth is, if you're confident within yourself, you're not going to really care who talks to you. And guess what? Everyone's going to want to talk to you. Same thing with relationships. You don't need them. They need you. You're confident with who you are. And if somebody doesn't like that, that's fine. They don't have to. In fact, it's none of your business what they think. What matters is what you think. And if you're a kind and loving person person, and you do not create harm, then that sounds to me like you're a catch. If you were told you're never going to have money, well, that's somebody else's storybook syndrome. And where did they learn that from? I remember my grandmother was... Um, alive during the depression and when we went to a restaurant she wouldn't buy a cup of coffee and I'm not talking about a latte I'm talking about a cup of coffee because it was too expensive and then I would take her to Starbucks and buy her coffee and you should have seen her it was so sweet she thought she was like given the world in this cup of coffee and she took her time and she savored every single solitary sip and my father, who was definitely not so frugal, he was very responsible, but he did have this thing about, I don't have enough money. Guess where that comes from? And I'm really grateful because I don't have that issue. My daughter doesn't have that issue. But I broke that cycle because I could see it and I did not want to carry on my grandmother's storybook syndrome.
and from what I hear, it was her mother's as well. Same thing with abuse. And believe it or not, this can happen with anxiety. Anxiety is kind of a different animal, but it, it can happen. We adults become what we learned as children. So what you want to do is look around you. Not just the three people you're sitting in front of. Look around you, your world, and notice that not everybody shares the same fear. Theodore Roosevelt says, never let fear make your decision. So what you want to do is you want to take this irrational thinking and you want to put it into a box. I call it the box of light, love, and compassion. Where there is light, there cannot be dark. Love and compassion fit in that whole uh, trio. Actually visualize yourself taking what you fear, what is disturbing your peace, and putting it in the box. And do it over and over and over and over again. And then write down what is the reality of your situation. Look for the good. I guarantee you there's a lot of it there. And then write that down. And put what you write down throughout your house Carry it with you in your car and memorize it. Read it a million times a day. If you have a phone, record the positive into your phone and listen to yourself talk. And you will become that. You will become that. And if you're not sure who you are, then that's okay. Is there somebody that you look up to that you wish you could be like? What are the characteristics of that person? Write them down. And you may notice that when you understand that you are not what you were taught, that you will no longer buy in to the misbelief that you are this somebody else's storybook syndrome, then you will see this opening and you can start creating your new self. Now, of course, I have to add, because this is what I do, reframing your perception around why people did what they did, no matter what it was, your new way of thinking will allow you to move forward and create the self, with a capital S, that you are choosing to be. So I'm hoping this podcast has helped you. My next podcast is going to be on stackers. What are they? See you soon.